Welcome, CPL baseball fans. This is Around the CPL, the official podcast of the Coastal Plain League. We've got another fun interview for you today for episode number eight. But before we jump into that, I wanted to mention our hitter and pitcher of the week. The Coastal Plain League announced Monday that Cole Seacrest of Peninsula was named Hitter of the Week, while Parker Thode of Holly Springs earned Pitcher of the Week honors for an abbreviated Week 6 of the CPL regular season post-All-Star break. CPL Players of the Week are brought to you by Trackman Baseball, providing players and coaches next-generation analytical data all season long. Seacrest, a junior at Lamar, managed a near-incomprehensible 2,000 slugging percentage after notching three doubles and three home runs in only three games played. This left him at a 667 batting average to go along with seven runs driven in for the Pilots. The young outfielder also showed an eye at the plate, striking out only once and drawing a walk to help his on-base percentage to 636 on his way to scoring five runs. On the mound, Thode narrowly missed a complete game, instead going a full eight scoreless innings in a close 2-0 victory over the Martinsville Mustangs on July the 12th. The Grandview Jr. allowed six hits and walked none while striking out seven for a .75 whip. This performance earned him his first win on the season and pushed his ERA to an impressive 2.95 across 36 and two-thirds innings pitched for the Salamanders in 2019. And on July the 11th, the Coastal plainly welcomed their first female umpire to the league in a game between the Gastonian Grizzlies and Martinsville Mustangs. After a round of umpire call-ups to minor league baseball, Greta Lang Henry earned the assignment as the next highest-ranked graduate of the MILB Umpire Development Advanced course per the CPL's umpire partnership with minor league baseball. This is awesome. We need to get more and more women involved in the sport of baseball. There's nothing better than that. Don't miss any of the action all season long as fans can watch every Coastal Plain League game for free on all devices at cplbaseball.com or stream via Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, or Amazon Fire. Now for today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Theo Bacco, the general manager of the Lexington County Blowfish near Columbia, South Carolina. Here is our conversation. All right, so Theo. Tell us about your background in baseball and how you ended up with the Blowfish. Yeah, so I went to East Carolina. While I was at East Carolina University, I got a part-time position, game day position with the Durham Bulls. So got a foot-in-the-door type job there. Grew up in the Raleigh-Durham area. Went to Apex High School and always loved the Durham Bulls. So got got a chance to join their staff and loved it. Like I said, foot-in-the-door type job. And, and after that, I just kind of knew I really wanted to work in baseball. always loved baseball. So I did an internship in the Coastal Plain League in Wilmington while I was at school as well. So I was in Wilmington for a summer in 2011. And I graduated from East Carolina, got on with the Myrtle Beach Pelicans for a season and worked there, community relations and promotions. And then after that season, I just kept pursuing new opportunities and got a chance to go down to Biloxi, Mississippi uh, for the Biloxi Shuckers where they were starting a new franchise there in 2015. So got to be there when when the team was just being started and being built. I was there before the stadium was actually even built. So a pretty cool opportunity to to learn and build a franchise from the ground up. Um, but after the 2017 season, I got connected with Bill Shanahan here with the Blowfish and interviewed with him for the position of the general manager position and just worked out well where Bill and I hit it off. And I'm very fortunate to be here in Lexington County with Bill and Vicki Shanahan as the owners. Uh, they're just two, two great people, and my fiance and I love them both. So very fortunate to be here 
in Lacinton County with Bill and Vicky. So when you talk about Mississippi, is there a difference between baseball out there than here on the East Coast, even though it's still kind of the South? Is it a, a little different atmosphere out there? Um, well, I would say it's pretty similar, very similar. Everybody takes baseball seriously in the South. Um, I, I would say going to an LSU baseball game there, that was the loudest stadium I've ever been to uh, for a baseball game. So they, they were very serious, 12,000 fans into every pitch. And, yeah, they take it seriously down there in the, in the Mississippi, Louisiana area on the Gulf Coast. But it is more – they're more football-based. I think they all love football a little more down in Mississippi than they do baseball. Um, and I think the Carolinas is just a baseball <laughs> – two baseball states, two great baseball states, honestly, where there's minor league and uh, collegiate summer league teams all throughout both states. So um, I think the Carolinas is the home for minor league baseball and collegiate summer league baseball. So Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was doing some research looking at all of the baseball that's just in North Carolina. So, you know, I'm here stationed in Raleigh and the headquarters of the CPL is in Holly Springs. And I think with USA Baseball, minor league, independent baseball, I, th- I think there's about 10 to 12 minor league baseball teams in North Carolina. And I think out of the 16 teams in the CPL, about nine or ten of them are in North Carolina as well. And you also have Baseball America, which is stationed in Durham. So, you know, I, I definitely can agree with that sentiment that the Carolinas and just Coastal Plain League along the East Coast, Southeast Coast, uh, we do definitely love our baseball. I was just interested in, you know, your viewpoint from a little little further west out there. Uh, the Blowfish have a lot of uh, fun originality with, with their name. So uh, speak to that for the fans that may not be aware of how this name came to be. Right. Well, Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, they they were originated in Columbia. They went to University of South Carolina. So they were doing a homecoming tour, and Bill and Vicky Shanahan hosted them at Old Capital City Stadium um, in I want to say 2004. Um, but they hosted them at Capital City Stadium, and they just never forgot that they loved the concert that they hosted there, and it sold out 11,000 people. So when they brought a Coastal Plain League team to South Carolina, Columbia area, they just wanted to honor Hootie and the Blowfish, who was one of the great bands in of all time, in my opinion. I love Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm a big Hootie fan. So for them to be from Columbia and for us to have a chance to recognize them and honor them by naming the team after Hootie and the Blowfish, it just hits home uh, for all the all the Columbia natives and the Midlands natives here in Lexington and Columbia area. It's funny. I would never have imagined, you know, I mean, I love Hootie and the Blowfish as well, but I was just thinking of, you know, teams are named after animals or just fun things, but never thought to name it after a, a band. So yeah, that that's awesome. That's news to me. Uh, and, and what's funny is, and I'll ask you this this question, Saturday night, the Holly Springs Salamanders had their uh, Christmas in July themed night. And I'm a huge Christmas fan. And so Darius Rucker had a Christmas album come out about four or five years ago. Did, did you hear that? Did you enjoy it? Well, I actually did not know that. Um, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I had, I had no idea. I know he, he does his own solo act and everything, but I did not know he had a Christmas album, so that's something I can look into. Um, I do love Darius, and I do love Hootie. I just did not did not know he did a Christmas album himself. There you go. You learned something. Uh, I was going to learn a lot from you, but you learned a little tidbit today, so <laughs> that's awesome. So the past few seasons, uh, the Blowfish have had you know a theme of the season. First was the Eclipse. Uh, last year was uh, the All-Stars, all the way down to the jerseys. So what's the, what's the thought process behind this type of 360-degree promotion? We love just the full theme seasons. It's it, it's a way that we can do the jerseys throughout the full year, and the players wear those throughout the year. But this theme for this year is the fair theme, the Lexington County Fair. 
Um, and what a way for us to honor the South Carolina State Fair. It's their 150th anniversary. So pretty amazing that they've been around that long. And it's a great way for us to honor them at the ballpark. And who doesn't love fair food? So for us, we're having fair food at the ballpark every night with donut burgers, uh, funnel cake fries. We're going to do fried Oreos. We have bananas, frozen bananas on a stick, chocolate-covered frozen bananas on a stick. And I think this week we're going to do moon pies. So we have a lot of fun with the fair food. We have fair games, a carnival game where uh, a fishbowl, blowies fishbowl toss where people try to throw ping pong balls into a fishbowl. So it's a fun thing where we can get the fans into it and honor the state fair, but then also have some fun foods at the ballpark, different foods. So this year's theme was a lot of fun in, in just getting creative and coming up with the fair food ideas and then the different carnival games that we can do. But the, the idea around it, doing it for a full season is to help raise more money for the nonprofits with the jerseys. So we're going to auction off the, the fair themed jerseys at the end of the year, and it's going to go to the South Carolina state fair scholarship foundation. So with us doing it all year, we have the jerseys up for auction year long. So hopefully we can gain more more revenue for the, the South Carolina State Fair Scholarship Foundation there. With the previous seasons of the Eclipse and then last year was All-Star, did you also sell those jerseys year-round to go towards any particular uh, charity or organization? We did. We did. So last year it was the All-Star season, and we, we did a season of the Stars and Stripes where we had – um, an American-themed jersey, and we partnered with Pals. Pals is a company that they have. They take veterans that are looking for some company, and that basically the dogs will keep them company and and just provide that friendship um, that they might might kind of lose just from being alone when they get back from Afghanistan or wherever they might be. So we donated the auction jerseys to Pals last year. Uh, the previous year, 2017, was the season of the Total Eclipse, and that was a year-long uh, season-themed jersey. And I think the three jerseys from 2017, 2018, and this year, I love just the different creativity we can do with them, just the the different colors that we add into it and the designs that we've done. I've I've loved all three. I was not here for the Total Eclipse jersey. I was not the general manager that year, but that jersey is one of my favorite-looking jerseys that I've I've seen of Blowfish history. So that jersey was a beautiful jersey along with last year's jersey with the Proud to be an American jersey and this year's State Fair jersey. So all three have been fan favorites, honestly. Well, I think it's awesome. Even when you watch the minor leagues and the major leagues, I think the Cincinnati Reds just going uh, ridiculous with their vintage uniforms, even the, the cutoff sleeves, which was you never seen that before. And I think people flock to that idea. Like if I knew a particular team was wearing certain jerseys, I would definitely get tickets for that game and maybe even hopefully enter into a raffle to win that jersey because there's just there's just something about jerseys like you look at football has alternates basketball as well hockey jersey or hockey sweaters are awesome but there's just something about a baseball jersey that you just want to own as many as you can right i i love the different jerseys that i've seen i know the the holly springs team did the hush puppies i love the hush puppies theme uh, it's funny just seeing the food that pops up in minor league baseball and collegiate summer league baseball i saw somebody was the chicken wings before so just funny stuff that, that you can do and the jerseys are unique and and something that relates to that specific city or town so that's the fun part about it too where teams can pull something that means means something to the their local fan base as well and and honor that and and just something fun for the fans to wear it's something different and I, i'm the same way i love seeing just different jerseys and and collecting them as well for the 10th straight season 
The Coastal Plain League has partnered up with Baseball America to bring you the Coastal Plain League Corner. During each issue of Baseball America this summer, fans can now keep up to date on some of the key headlines this CPL season has to offer through the CPL Corner. Don't have Baseball America? Then you're missing out. For a special CPL discount, please visit the league website at www.coastalplane.com and click on one of the Baseball America banners to sign up. For the most information on baseball, be sure to visit Baseball America on the web at www.baseballamerica.com. No, it's it's awesome. Um, so speaking of these 360 promotions, which let's see, what I call them? I think I call them 360 degree promotion, which can kind of work, but I, I assume it's 360 day promotion. So I apologize for misspeaking there. You had started the Lexington County Pancakes Nights uh, last season. Every time you play uh, the Macon Bacon. Uh, so that's carrying over to to this year, I believe. So how much fun have y'all had with this, like both in the process of coming up with its originality and implementing it for your fans? Well, that was just a riot. The whole thing is so it's so much fun and it's just hilarious. And it actually worked out great for us where IHOP was changing their name to IHOP with a B. So while we were announcing the pancakes, so it was hilarious. We got to go to IHOP. We actually protested it, made some signs, went out front of IHOP and and made a protest video for it. So it's just so much fun to do things like that. And the video is still online. It's hilarious. I, I, every time I watch it, I, I just die laughing. It's so funny. But yeah, it's just those, those fun things that we can do in, in this level of baseball, which we love. And pancakes, who doesn't love pancakes? And so we were serving pancakes on a stick that night. And you look up on the scoreboard and you see the bacon versus the pancakes. So um, everybody loves it. It's just everybody gets a little, a little kick out of it. And the jerseys say batter up on the back. So just all the puns that you can do. There's syrup drops coming from the numbers and on the front of the jerseys just a great design of a jersey and, and a delicious jersey as well <laughs> yeah, just don't don't try to eat it those that are listening out there I, we wouldn't recommend that uh, enjoy some pancakes with the jersey you can maybe even use it as a napkin but don't eat the jersey uh, we are not condoning that here on around the CPL podcast uh, so is there anything else other than the pancakes on a stick uh, that go on during that night I mean maybe some games in between the innings that are pancake based anything like that well, we have done a boxing match sort of thing where we had the we had a bacon. Somebody dressed up as a bacon strip and then somebody dressed up as a pancake. We did a, a boxing match. Obviously, the pancake won each time we did that. But we do we actually have paired with a, a nonprofit here on a pajama drives. We'll, we'll have a pajama parade. People wear their pajamas to the ballpark with the breakfast theme. And they'll donate pajamas to a nonprofit, Kellen's Closet, where we'll, we will raise pajamas for um, children orphanage children actually so we'll we'll have fans bring pajamas into the ballpark and we'll donate those to kellen's closet and all children in an orphanage will get pajamas which actually is a is a big need which we didn't know until we partnered with kellen's closet where kids really do need pajamas that are in an orphanage so it's kind of interesting where you just learn things like that and it's just some a good way to help a local nonprofit as well yeah, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, obviously orphanages everywhere need as much as possible. You know, I just didn't think of pajamas, but, you know, you really don't want to, you don't want to wear the same clothes all day and then also sleep in them and then wake up in them. And like, that's just, you know, um, we kind of take that, that type of stuff for granted. Those of us who might have five or six pair of, of pajamas. So yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing awareness uh, to this podcast about that. That's a, that's a cool organization to a uh, couple with uh, an awesome uh, night of pancakes and bacon. So I saw your Lexington County Pancakes jersey template or idea last year uh, on Twitter. And at the same time, I saw that the Reading Phillies, 
were having their whoopie pies. And so I had to make a decision. <laughs> do I get the pancakes or do I get the whoopie pies? And I was just in more of a chocolate mood that night that I, I ordered the baseball cat with a big old whoopie pie on it. So that doesn't mean that I'm not going to go into the pancakes, but um, I, that's my that's my my breakfast confession uh, this afternoon. Uh, but yeah, awesome uniforms, man. I just absolutely love it. So, you know, you mentioned the fair theme that you're having this year and then pancake nights that you've also sprinkled uh, in other interesting promotional nights, such as the one that you have coming up this weekend on Saturday, July the 20th, when y'all are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. So what unique things can fans expect from y'all that night? Yes. Man on the moon night. It's this Saturday, July 20th. So we will have moon pies, as I mentioned, uh, we will have a moonwalk contest of fans and players on the field. But the fireworks show is going to be immaculate as well. Just different songs, uh, space-based songs or moon landing-based songs. But then also during the game, about what time they landed on the moon, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, what time they landed on the moon, I think it was around 9.30, we're going to play the recordings from the moon landing uh, about that time at the ballpark. So that's going to be a fun, fun theme. And just what a way to honor one of the – greatest moments in u.s history and and it's hard to believe it's only 50 years ago where we have a lot of fans that will be in ballpark that remember this moment in their life and it was a big moment in their lives so it's gonna be a lot of fun to for them to re-experience this and relive that moment in their lives so it's gonna be a great night and and the fireworks show is going to be a blast. I, w- I wish I was nearby to go and visit that. The closest I've seen is just, you know, movies. I mean, of course, Apollo 13 was awesome, but we missed the moon there. Uh, that's that's something that you fans that are in the area uh, definitely go out and see. Uh, obviously, I'm sure there are tickets still available. Uh, anything else that... Well, I might make an appearance in a, in a space suit. That okay. night, so I might be dressed up <laughs> okay. that night. I know I came out uh, when we announced it. I came out in an astronaut suit, so... I, I might make an appearance again in an astronaut suit that night, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So you'd rather wear an astronaut suit instead of a, a moon pie suit? Absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not sure which one will be hotter, honestly. Yeah, I right. mean, yeah. I just can imagine, like, when I watch the mascots from all baseball teams, actually sports teams all around, I can't imagine. Uh, I'd say baseball's worse because you're outside. The entire time, maybe football, but you know, it, the winter's coming in. You know, the fall, the winter, and stuff like that. But I cannot imagine, uh, and I don't, I don't think there's no, there's no air conditioning in those things. Uh, so hopefully they're they're being paid well. Uh, and so yeah, uh, okay, uh, you're gonna come out as as uh, Neil Armstrong. Awesome. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I almost, I almost said Lance Armstrong. That definitely wouldn't have been the right, the right one. So what other ideas or things of interest do fans have to look forward to uh, with the Blowfish this year? Anything upcoming? Anything that uh, maybe even some plans for, for 2020? Yeah, well, upcoming, I mean, we still have some great themes for the remainder of the season. Um, the night before the moon landing night, we're, we're doing Lion King night. So we'll have a lion mascot at the ballpark. So And we're back-to-back fireworks shows on a Friday, Saturday on the 19th and 20th of this week. So... That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we have an Irish Heritage Night, which we do every year. Um, Bill Shanahan, Vicky Shanahan, love the Irish Heritage Night. We have some, well, previously we've done Irish Heritage jerseys. So we also do have a fi- another 50th anniversary of a Woodstock Night, uh, which is July 26th. <laughs> so a Woodstock Night, we'll, get, we'll play some fun music that night, definitely. I don't have everything planned out for that one exactly yet but i know we're gonna have some fun music and there's there's some people really looking forward to that night who probably went to woodstock back in their day so it's gonna be a good night at the ballpark on july 26th for our woodstock night now as as the gm how how involved are you in these 
decisions or ideas? Do you kind of come alongside and support them or are you in the brainstorming meetings? Like how is your involvement with it? Yeah, well, what we love to do, we involve everybody in all decision making. We like to have as many people thinking and brainstorming of different games that we can do, different activities that we can do for these and different themes. So we we incorporate as many staff members as we can in, in the thought process. So, yeah, everybody kind of has a helping hand in all of these nights and making it go, which I love about our our staff and everybody really gets into it and everybody loves being a part of, of a fun theme promotion like this. So, yeah, we don't really limit it to just, hey, you go think of something to do. We we make sure everybody knows that we appreciate their opinion and that they can help us um, in any way. And we take ideas from anybody on staff and we, we always love to just hear what everybody has to say. And, and I mean, one of our interns last year came up with the batter up slogan on the back of our pancake jerseys. So, I mean, you never know what, what comes up and anyway, that's why we incorporate everybody in all decisions. Has any player or coach ever come up with a cool idea that you used? Well, I'm trying to think. I'm, I haven't had one recently uh, this year that I can think of off the top of my head. I, I know, I mean, Marshall has some, some good ideas, our head coach, where next year we'll probably do this. We'll have a wiffle ball camp where kids, they come to our baseball camps and they, all they want to do is end up playing wiffle ball. So we'll probably just do a wiffle ball <laughs> camp where we'll have a three-day wiffle ball camp where we'll see how it goes and, and just things like that. Where So, yeah, our head coaches do come up with ideas, our assistant coaches, and, and we incorporate those as best as possible as well. Yeah, sorry if I kind of, you know, I put you on the spot there. Like, okay, how do I not get in trouble with my coaches if I can't think of something real quick? But now these are just some some questions that I, I think about. Not, you know, I'm on the outside looking in. It's really neat to see how all of the different teams, you know, I, I talked to Jesse Cole uh, about two or three weeks ago and how creative they've been there in Savannah. And it's just, it's just so cool to see who all is involved from the interns to the owners to the managers to even, even the players and coaches is on the whole CPL experience. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. Just involve everybody, and they they love it. Everybody enjoys being a part of the full operation. So, yeah, we do involve the players as well, where we, we have players that will go pick up fans in a golf cart from across the street, drive them to the front gate. So our players are driving the golf cart and interacting, actually conversating with our fans on the way into the front gate, and then we have fan or players handing programs out uh, to the fans as well. So the players love that. I mean, every time we ask for volunteers, they always volunteer for the golf cart first. Obviously, they want to ride that golf cart, drive that golf cart around and and talk to the fans. They love talking to the fans. So we have a great group of players this year that interact extremely well with our our fan base here in Lexington. That's awesome, man. I love when the players get involved and they become more than just players. They become a part of the community. This uh, last question I want to ask you, and then I'll wrap things up. I appreciate your time. What is one thing that you want to let the listeners know that you appreciate about the CPL or something that's really surprised you uh, that you weren't expecting when you joined the Coastal Plain League? Yeah, well, I love the direction the Coastal Plain League is headed in, and I think it's a great organization for collegiate summer league baseball. Every time I talk to anybody, I let them know how how well ran the Coastal Plain League is and just the the talent that that is in this league and then that we have fun that the league wants us to have fun as well so they support having fun they support the fun promotions so i'm always just promoting the coastal plain league and and i'm sure every other team in the league is as well where the coastal plain league is a premier collegiate summer league and i i always say we're right up there with the cape cod league most people have heard of the cape cod league but i know we're we'll be overtaking them soon with all the hard work that 
the league puts in and and the organizations and the teams in the league do as well. So we really have a great organization and I'm very appreciative to be a part of it. And that's the one thing I keep hearing is that everybody is on the same page at the CPL and they are slowly, if not already, going to overtake uh, the Cape Cod League as a premier independent summer league. I, I think it's awesome that, of course, you know, there's going to be some bias because we're interviewing people in the CPL, you know, obviously. But when you have people that believe in the same mission, they're going the same direction and, and they're not pulling at each other. They're coming together. I mean, only great things can come from that. So, uh, Theo, I appreciate your time, man. And, uh, if you, if you don't have anything else to say, I mean, we're, we're good to end, but again, uh, it's been great talking to you. Maybe hopefully I can see you sometime. If you come down to Holly Springs, I'll, I'll, I'll catch a game and, and come over and say, Hey, yeah, sounds great, Brian. I appreciate everything. And, and, uh, I appreciate you reaching out to me. I enjoyed it. So, Hopefully I can make it up there for a game. Um, I don't think we play Holly Springs this year, but that is where I'm from. So I might be able to go see my mom and come catch a game over there too. So uh, thank you for your time and, and glad to be here. Now, Theo was a really laid back guy and a very easy to talk to. Hopefully you felt right at home listening to our little chat. If you're in the Columbia area, head on over to the ballpark this Saturday night, July 20th, and grab yourself a moon pie as the Blowfish celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Make sure every Monday you listen to Around the CPL, hosted by Aaron Summers, released on all of our social media and coastalplain.com. Do you want the latest news and updates on the Coastal Plain League, its teams, and players? If so, please visit the league website at coastalplain.com. Also, be sure to friend us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Coastal Plain League and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at CPL Baseball. Talk to you next week. I'm out.